Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. And welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeremy, and we are playing our one shot of a penny for my thoughts. Yo, 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 it's Ellie. <laughs> Patrick. This is Johnny. This is Jeff. And I am Jordan. And we are going to continue on with some final steps, and then we're going to move on to our next traveler. So, Jeremy, your journey is now complete. Take a deep breath, and take one penny from the bowl. Once again, repeating, a penny for my thoughts. A penny for my thoughts. It is now another patient's turn to be the traveler. The patient must have enough pennies to complete the next section on their questionnaire. Of those eligible, the patient with the most unanswered sections goes first, or goes next. In case of a tie, the patient with the most pennies goes next. If there is still a tie, the next traveler is chosen by consensus. So Jeff has two coins. Patrick has, uh, Patrick has two coins. And they have nothing to fill in. They have neither so. one. So which one of you would like to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Draw a memory trigger from the ball. It's swarming out of the ground. So now... Point to somebody? Yep, and they ask you a guiding question. Yes or no question. Where are you at home? Yes. And the sun was high in the sky. Were you able to put out the fire? Yes. (laughs) But the house will never be the same. The delivery driver never showed up with your order? Yes, he did. But it came too late in the day. Were you able to save your wife's favorite rose bush? Yes. It was closest to the fire hose. So you're telling me the ointment, it helped? (laughs) Yes. Soothe the burns right away. The burns and the bites. Okay. Now I, I do the, uh, I remember now. Good luck, Jeff. <laughs> Let what you've learned fill your mind. The memory trigger and the guiding questions form the beginning of the story you're going to tell. To return to the travel metaphor, the memory trigger and guiding questions are not the journey, but what happens before you set out. So begin with a brief narrative explaining how the answers to the guiding questions tie together. The connections may be obvious, but reinforcing them is important. Okay. Okay, I, I remember. I had ordered some ant repellent earlier in the week because I noticed we were starting to get in trouble with ants. But this day, they swarmed out of the ground, and it was ridiculous. In the middle of the day, high noon, and they were just crawling out like there was no end to them. My son thought it would be a cool idea to use his 
magnifying glass to set them on fire. I didn't catch him in time before he caught the yard on fire, which went up like a blaze because it was a hot summer day. The grass was still dry and it just went straight to the house. Luckily, I was able to stop the fire from spreading into his mother's rose bushes, my wife's rose bushes. I was able to put that out before they got too far. But those ants, they got all over me and the fire was really hot. And I got some burns and bites. And when I finally got the fire out, the delivery man showed up with the bug repellent. It said caution flammable. <laughs> but by then it was too late. Fire had run its course. I had burns, but I was able to get some burn cream and some bite cream. And the ointment really helped. It helped soothe the, uh, the pains. That was everyone, right? Now remember, at this point, you're at the heart of the treatment process. The actual recollection of one of your memories. This will proceed in an iterative fashion with your description of what you want to remember alternating with stops for help from the guides. Okay. So when, when you reach a point where you're going to say or do something important, then you would spend a penny, ask two people, and then reward the penny with your, to the one that you would choose the answer from. Okay. Shortly after the delivery man left, the fire truck pulled up, and they got out and came over and asked me how this all started. And what did I do or say? Randall, <laughs> You said my son was trying to burn ants with a magnifying glass, but the dog walked by and smacked its tail into the can of gasoline, <laughs> <laughs> setting the whole yard on fire. Or did I? No, 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 no. It wasn't a dog. It was most definitely a humongous wolf man. What I mean by a wolf man, it was like a man dressed as a wolf. Man in a wolf costume. Yes. Yeah, that was it. It was a wolf man, a man dressed as a wolf, walked by and knocked over the gas can while my son was trying to light the ants on fire with the magnifying glass. And that's what started the place. And then, after that, the firemen couldn't stop laughing. Then the police showed up. Because, you know, they all show up. And the policeman came over and asked me the same thing. So I told him the same thing. Once they left, because fire was out and everyone was safe. And we were getting ready to do our insurance claims and whatever. I went to my son, and I went to the doorstep. You went to your son, and you took the magnifying glass from him, and you smashed it on the sidewalk, and told him he was grounded for the next three years. Positively. <laughs> or you encouraged your son to look into, because he's, he's in high school, your son is in high school, you encourage him to start looking into a career of extermination. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to my son and I took the magnifying glass 
and I smashed it on the ground and told him he was grounded for the next three years. Grounded which three years. I'd been waiting to say that to him for the longest time because he was such a brat. The satisfaction was total and complete. All right, let's go ahead and add that to your questionnaire. All right, so Jeff, it is now time for you to draw another coin uh, from the bowl and to say a penny for my thoughts. A penny for my thoughts. So let's go ahead and go around and count who has pennies. Do you have two pennies? I think it's John? both of us. John? And Patrick, you have two pennies? Yep. I, guess I have two pennies. You want to go first? No. Okay, then I, I guess I skipped the uh, last round. I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead and draw a trigger memory from the bowl. Thank you. Sound of static on an old TV. Oh no! Who wrote that? That was an awful trigger for everyone here. TV heads? Yeah. So, Jeff, you get to ask so, the first guiding question. All right. Was the chair you were in broken? Yes, and I've walked with a limp ever since. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you always stay up to hear the national anthem? Did I always stand up? Stay. Okay, stay up. Stay up <laughs> to hear the national Distinction now. right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, because they used to be they, like at midnight when the stations would go off the air, they would play the national anthem at the end of the Yes, they would. This is news to me. Yeah, yeah. we're youngins. <laughs> They're too young. <laughs> we're youngins. I remember hearing that story. I don't remember actually witnessing that. I just watched Poltergeist the other night, and the, the opening scene of that is the national anthem coming on the television, and then the little girl going and talking to the ghost in the television. It's a real thing. Ghost in the television, yeah, that's a real thing. And I always... WPT still goes to see the national anthem. Yes, and I always made sure my grandchildren were there with me. Did you have to scare the neighbor's kids off with a shotgun again that night? (laughs) Multiple times. (laughs) Yes, and they never learned. And little Jimmy helped with his BB gun? Yes, and honestly, he had better aim than I did. (laughs) Is chili your favorite meal? (laughs) That was one fucked up. That's on par for Johnny. I'm trying to keep this within game, though. We're supposed to be calling things from everybody's mind. That's a valid question. Yes, there was just one more thing those rotten neighbors' kids made fun of me about. There we go. All right. More happiness. You can go ahead and summarize, and then continue on from from that point in the story. And I can pick a starting point out of any of those. Yeah, correct. Okay, got it. I remember a time when I was returning back from working the fields. And I decided I was going to take a quick rest in our lawn chair out on the front porch. As I went to take a seat, the chair collapsed from my weight. As I fell back, I felt my hip pop. And I heard the children jump up from bushes and go, Ha ha, loser! (laughs) I got myself up as fast as I could as the crash sounded through the yard jimmy came running out of the house with his bb gun that kid's quick 
Shot the first kid in the, right between the eyes. Good shot. I grabbed my shotgun and chased him off the property. Granted, that was with a lip, and I'm pretty sure I messed up my hip more than uh, I would have if I had just stayed down. I can almost hear the rocking of his rocking chair. <laughs> Jimmy helped me inside, and I sat down in my recliner chair in front of our six-inch TV or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> My wife Nellie brought me a, out a bowl of chili and we sat there watching TV for the rest of the night just uh, trying to enjoy the rest of the time and it was uh, as we got late right before the national anthem occurred that was when it happened the signal went out Static. Now you can continue on now that you're done with your prologue. Has to be pleasant, right? right? Yeah. A pleasant memory, yeah. I, I already got that in my head. Old Nelly here is just trying to help. I think, I think pleasant memories are tough for our group. They are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're always, memories. Yeah. Everybody's giving everybody like the worst memories. That's always great memory. I'm trying. <laughs> talking about you had me trying to tell off a cop <laughs> when i was drunk <laughs> you didn't say what your refreshments were <laughs> you said a wine bottle well no i guess i did but because you didn't clarify what your refreshments were anyway anyways when the static occurred on the tv jimmy piped up it might be the signal let me go check the antenna I hurried off on his way to uh the barn to grab the ladder to try to get up on the roof. What did I do or say then? You hobbled out to steady the ladder for Jimmy. What was it? I hollered at him, don't climb that ladder by yourself. Make sure someone's there to help you. Here. Jeremy. Alright. Do I continue with the story? Yeah, yes. Now that you're holding the ladder for Jimmy, yeah. you continue with the story. Jimmy sprints up the ladder and starts to twist and turn the antennas. As he's up there, I hear rustling in the bushes behind me and out jump the neighbor's kids. They're throwing eggs. They're throwing toilet paper. These kids know no discipline. And... What do I do or say next? Pop in two more loads of rock salt into your shotgun. Okay. Really? What do I do or say next? Sorry, Pops. You're going to have to fill me in what you did before. <laughs> she was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. So the neighbor wow. kids jumped out. That's a negative. Jumping's up on the roof and... Uh... I'm sorry. I hear your voice and I just... I'm soothed. I'm soothed. I'm soothed. I'm soothed. That's, that's a negative penny right there, okay? She loses one. Jimmy's on the roof fiddling with the antenna, and the neighbor kids came out throwing eggs and toilet paper. Being all disrespectful and whatnot. You hobble back into your house, grab your own eggs and toilet paper, and you hobble back out, and you say, Jimmy, Annabeth, start shooting. 
away. I throw them back. A war has begun. I think I'm going with the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so you pop some rock salt into both chambers of a shotgun. The children hear the loading the shotgun and sprint off into the distance, but their damage has been done. This is where I actually continue on, correct? Yes, right, yeah, this, this, is, okay. this is your this is memory. Okay. Wrap this into a positive memory. <laughs> I thought you come up with a way to make it positive. <laughs> it's definitely a bonding moment with Jim. Exactly. That's the best part right there, okay? That's the positive memory. It was love and family the entire time. <laughs> Children sprint off into the distance. Old Nelly yell out from uh, inside of the house. The signal's back on! I stabilize the ladder as Jimmy shimmies down. There we go. Jimmy shimmies. shimmies down the ladder. Jimmy's the one that left from the rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> we put the ladder away. I get help back into my recliner and we uh, spend the last couple minutes of the night uh, watching the national anthem together and it was a great time to spend with my grandchildren or grandchild. There you go. There you go. wrote Annabeth that story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she doesn't count. Alright. Uh, go ahead and update the questionnaire. Cool. Alright. Before we move on Patrick, you go ahead and take another coin from the game. And you so say a pen. My thoughts. And that is it for this episode. When we come back, we will have a completely new set of memories to explore. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.